0: Hey, seasoned athletes, I'm Robin Leggett, and this is episode 72 of the Seasoned Athlete Podcast. Seasoned Athlete is your home for inspiring stories and motivational advice from competitive athletes representing a wide variety of sports who all share one common bond. They are all over 40 years old. We are here to prove one story at a time that age does not have to prevent you from achieving your bold athletic and fitness goals. If you like what you hear, I'd love it if you'd subscribe, share with your friends, and leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. And if you really love us, like really, really love us, you can support our ability to continue to bring inspirational stories to you by way of either a one-time donation or by becoming a monthly sponsor. Just go to seasonedathlete.me and click on one of the Support Seasoned Athlete buttons to help support this DIY independent podcast. Today, I'm sharing my interview with 2019 Spartan North American champion, Ryan Woods. This interview was recorded last September at the Spartan World Media Fest brought to you by ATP Science. Ryan is a track and field athlete and road racer who pivoted to trail running and obstacle racing as he continued to age as an athlete. In our interview, Ryan talks about what he needs to do to continue to race as an elite now that he is a seasoned athlete. And we talked about cats, a definite first for this show. So let's listen to chiropractor OCR Elite and Crazy Cat Guy Ryan Woods. The only info I love that the only info I was given is that you're the North American champion. I am, and a chiropractor,
1: and a chiropractor. That is
0: literally the only information. Well, yeah. That so was I'm the Spartan the American
1: champion uh, this year. I was the U.S. Series champion last year for Spartan. Uh, I've got a track and field background. I was an All-American in State way back when. 13.55k. uh, I was a mountain runner, uh, was on Team USA for mountain running as well at the World Championships, and now I'm a Spartan racer.
0: So, uh, first of all, I want to introduce you, Ryan Woods. Oh, yeah, and my <laughs> name, it's Ryan Woods, yes. Ryan Woods. And I ask everybody their age on the show, what is your age at this moment in time? Forty. Congratulations! You are now officially a seasoned athlete. I'm seasoned. You are allowed to be on my show, Woo-hoo. and and once I heard about that, I'm like, I need to get Ryan on my <laughs> show, obviously. So, and not just because you also have a cat who has an Instagram
1: account. Oh, the butcher of Boone. His name's CeeLo, and he <laughs> uh, slaughters mice. He'll eat them. Uh, everything but the kidneys. He won't eat kidneys. Uh, we used to play a little game at home. Uh, is it a kidney bean or a mouse kidney? And Because uh, we just find these kidneys and they look just like kidney beans. And it turns out it's always a mouse kidney.
0: So he cleans the mouse out completely except for the kidneys. I don't know
1: how he does it. I, I think he might just chomp into the stomach and just rip out the kidney. But obviously it doesn't taste good. So he, he's not a fan.
0: He likes what he likes. Yeah, you know that's the thing about cats. They're they're finicky sometimes, yeah. and sometimes the,
1: the kidney is out. He likes sleeping uh, in crotches, and he likes eating mice, except for the kidneys and birds. Like. Yeah. Uh, he also does this fun catch and release program in the house where he goes in the doggy door with outside animals and mm-hmm. releases them. It's That's a fun game. That's
0: a, you know it's a gift for that's you. That's how
1: I train for obstacles, actually, <laughs> is chasing birds around my house.
0: <laughs> that are still alive Secret's and like out. fleeing <laughs> for their life.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, yeah,
0: I did know that your cat has an Instagram page. I have cats that have an Instagram page. And we might be the only Spartan athletes who have cats who have Instagram pages. So, nice. So we are connected in that way. But we're not <laughs> talking about cats. This is not a cat oh, podcast. Oh, really? I know.
1: All right. I can make it. Sorry, new, Cee-Lo. I
0: know. I'll make a new podcast where we could talk about cats because I'm really passionate about that topic. Season well. cats. <laughs> Season cats. <laughs> How old is CeeLo? Uh,
1: we don't know. We got him like five years ago. We lost our cat. Uh, he went missing. So we had all these flyers up. And uh, um, we got a call while we were on vacation in Arizona. So I sent my dad over to check it out. And he's like, I'm 90% sure it's your cat. So I'm just going to leave it in your house. And. When we got back from Arizona, there was a cat in our house who had kind of made himself at home. He was quite happy to be inside, and he he, he just stuck around. So CeeLo, his name's... Uh, Carlos Hernandez, he replaced Charles Henry. He's like this sneaky little imposter. He really he was like playing this game. He's oh, like, yeah. this is how yeah. I'm gonna get the cushy he was like, inside oh, line. This is a nice place. I'm sticking around here and we walk in. He's like, Welcome to my place. And yeah. whereabouts do you live that things like this happen? Uh Boone, North Carolina, in the mountains. So in the sticks, basically.
0: Yeah. See, I live in LA and things like this do not happen oh, there. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. No, this is a <laughs> this is a country bumpkin sort of thing.
0: Yeah, no. I love that story though. <laughs> <laughs> so let's get back yeah. to you oh, and yeah. life as a seasoned athlete. So oh,
1: man, I'm sorry, Kim
0: <laughs> you know your cat got more time than any other cat has ever had on this podcast oh so. he deserves it he deserves He's it yes my cats are england Nan and john ford coley named after the oh. yacht rock duo oh, of yeah Note from the 70s yeah. they have an instagram page as well so check that out <laughs> all right we're done with cats we're done with cats um so you talked <laughs> about meow, you talked <laughs> about your track and field background when when were you really um at the peak in track and field?
1: Uh, probably 2003. I, I, I was trying for the trials in 2004 for 5k and it kind of became more of a, uh, Got in my head a little bit. I was in great shape. I probably could have qualified, but I ended up becoming more of a time trialer than a racer, and and I'd have some bad splits and it get in my head. And then you know the race was over. So um, early 2000s, I kept doing some track and field. To 2008, like I won pin relays in 2006, and I ran like 14:06, I think, in 2008. You know uh, that was another trials a year. But I was on my own at that point in time, and and I just couldn't really uh, going through chiropractic school. I couldn't really invest the time to and I I didn't have the, you know, the um, backing to do it on my own. Uh, then, but uh, that's the last time I did a track race. It was 2008.
0: Okay, and then uh, between then and when when did you get into Spartan?
1: Well, between, uh, I got into sparring my first race was at the end of 2014. Uh, but between then, I did a lot of road whoring, you know, basically find regional uh, road races with some prize money, and that was a great way to supplement, you know, my income through school, and then a little afterwards, I started all my practice, and then I kind of got into mountain running, which I loved, and that was probably, first trail race I did was in 2009, and uh, that kind of took over my main passion at that point in time, which is good, too, because I'm not wasn't getting any faster at 5k you know and sometimes I think as as you do get older that's one thing that really uh, makes aging in a sport hard is when you put in the same effort and you're getting slower and slower so I actually kind of just transitioned into a whole new sport and in, in trail and mountain running and then uh you know that took me to some great places and that's what led to the transition to Spartan racing because it's all trails and mountains or off trail and then you'd throw in some obstacles so again you kind of you know, as you're getting slower in that, you, you learn new things, you get stronger, and then you become better in this whole new sport as yeah. you're 35 getting started in it.
0: Yeah. So you got started around 35, which I don't know if that's older or not. Like the range of ages in the sport the sport's are kind of all over so the place. The so
1: new. Yeah. So you can have, I mean, if it, basically if you start it, you know, you're going to be starting within the last eight, eight years. So whatever your age is <laughs> is what your age is because yeah. it's new.
0: So what about it specifically like really lit you up and you're like, this is this is what I'm getting into?
1: Uh, I guess the challenge of it, just the obstacles, you know, and, and you, you get in there and you see the potential right away. You know, I think in my first uh, race, I finished the Carolina's Beast. It was like an age group championship. I beat like four or five pro team members and I'm like, all right, this isn't so bad, but you know, it was also a little bit of fool's gold. You know, I wasn't strong enough. I hadn't been doing strength training through my years of running. Uh, so I, you know, it just took a, a little bit of time a year or two to kind of really get uh, to be a complete Spartan athlete. And the, the really the some of the benefits from that that I didn't expect was that I'm a healthier runner runner now. In my mid 30s, I was a lot more injured than I am now because of the strength stuff, the core, the stability, you know, working squats, getting my glutes good. Uh, I I'm way healthier now even though I'm doing crazier stuff, bombing down downhills like nobody's business, you know. <laughs> it's now that's something my body is adapted to because of the extra work I put in. And it's kind of been neat as a runner to be, you know, getting healthy and stronger again at 40 as uh, compared to 35. So
0: the the strength training that is required in Spartan Race, sort of the all-around athletic training yeah. that is required in Spartan Race that you didn't really need or didn't think you needed yeah. back then is helping you become a better athlete in your 40s.
1: Yeah, uh, healthier, just stronger balance. Yeah, I think so.
0: And what is a give me an example of like a typical training week
1: for you? Uh, I run probably six or seven days out of the week. Uh, I'll take maybe one day on the bike or a double day on the bike, Uh, usually just indoor trainer. So running is a big part of it. It's a very structured running week with two uh, efforts that are harder uh, in terms of interval training or fart licks, uh, and then one uh, long run on Sunday. And then for uh, the strength and mobility stuff, I do what I call Broga. I would say four or five times a w- week. It's uh, it's uh, just yoga for CrossFitters. And then uh, so it's it's yoga. Yeah, but because you're bros. a dude, yeah, it's Broga. For CrossFitters, you know, I mean, it's it's not like I, I can't call it yoga with my hamstrings and how <laughs> tightly wound I am. It's it, that's embarrassing. But broga, I can call it that. Yeah, uh, I go to the bowling gym twice a week uh, and I do squats and deadlifts once a week. And I get in either a high intensity interval training workout a, once a week or uh, an obstacle race because that kind of mimics that as well. And uh sandbag carries I'll do once a week as well and that's I think most most everything that I do so it's not super strength oriented but it gets a lot of it in
0: yeah and it's pretty varied throughout yeah. the week
1: oh yeah yeah uh, especially with the climbing you know you, you engage so many more muscles and you, you know, a lot of what I do uh, warming up is getting the hips loose and getting the shoulders loose and so it gets a lot of mobility um, in my hips which need it.
0: Yeah, let's talk about mobility because how important is that to you and how strict are you with your mobility?
1: Well, even when I was in college, I would stretch uh, a bunch. I made it a priority because I am so tight. Uh, But, you know, definitely getting older, keeping uh, the hips mobile has been a priority because that's where I have a lot of my nagging injuries, like piriformis stuff, hip rotator stuff. So keeping the hips uh, healthy is is a high priority. Absolutely.
0: So let's talk about... You're 40. You just turned 40 uh, this in year. March. Yeah, you turned 40 in March. Happy birthday and welcome to well, yeah. life. My half
1: birthday is was last week, so happy half 40 birthday. And a half. Happy yeah. half
0: birthday. I'm almost 45, so I understand. <laughs> happy uh, almost birthday. Yay! Uh, so um, now that you're in your 40s, and you're actually like you just became the North American champion. Yeah, you've had a, sort of an up and down season. Leading yeah, up to that sort point. Yeah.
1: I uh, rolled in some barbed wire in the first uh, US Series race of the year and kind of punctured pretty deep into my quad. I still crossed the finish line second that race, uh, so it was a good physical effort, but then I touched a truss on the A-frame, which is pretty much the silliest thing in the world, and it took a huge time penalty. And then the next race, I missed a spear, and it was just—it was the shortest US Series race I think I've ever done. So uh, coming back from that and my quad was still not healed, it still was... I mean, open wounds wasn't, so I finished seventh. wasn't good. And then, uh, and then I got injured, strained my hamstring. So I missed the next race, but I got it back on the podium at big bear and, uh, uh, took a break after that mostly to peak at this time of year. And, uh, so Utah didn't go well. Yeah. So it was, it was kind of up and down, you know, I had two podium finishes, but only one podium result. Right. And, uh, I had an injury in there, even though I was super fit, uh, but I knew I was, you know, when you know you're super fit, like, uh, it's going to come together. It's just weird stuff happening, you know, race after race. And then if finally, you know, I think I used all that to kind of motivate myself in my training and keep myself pushed. And then, you know, it all came together at West Virginia, which was you know the North American Championships and it was a pretty big win and it came pretty easy for me
0: That's nice and it's you know out of all of those races that's probably the one that
1: Oh yeah matters the most yeah is i mean biggest payday and i mean obviously a series versus you know a championship race i mean that was that was a big one I was excited for that one too i mean it was 3 hours from where i live in in the Appalachians in North Carolina uh it's similar terrain and it was kind of felt like you know racing at home uh, and yeah. previous two years i'd been a little nicked up and injured for it so i knew uh I was better than what I had done there in the past. And I showed it this year.
0: Yeah. So North American champion kind of reaching this pinnacle of the season. You're about to head into world championships, of course, but you've, you've hit this nice, I don't want to say peak because we have a race this weekend. So I just don't want to call that the peak. That, that was know? on the
1: way up to the. Peak. <laughs> that was very
0: close to the peak. Yeah. And so you're, you're, you're playing your a game right now at age 40. Mm-hmm. What what are the biggest challenges you face racing at this level that you're at, at the age you're at?
1: Well, everything's a, a challenge at this point. I mean, you ha- I have to, you know, what I did in my 20s, what I could get away with then, I can't now. So my diet, like, I just get... St- cleaner and cleaner every year because you know i can't eat the same shit i did when i was (laughs) 20 you know like i my story it's 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 like it takes that much more effort in the mobility we were talking about Mm -hmm. and i mean everything the sleep I, i you know i i make sure i get in my nine hours of sleep every night you know like it's every little thing you have to do there's no component that you can slack on whereas you know when i was 25 and racing you know it's it's Pizza and beer for dinner. It's sleeping six hours, hammering out a long run, and you're you know what you're fine. But now you just you have to pay attention to every little thing.
0: Yeah, and on the other side, what benefits do you feel you're experiencing now that you're racing at this age, perhaps compared to your
1: younger counterparts? Um, benefits, Ugh. <laughs> if any. <laughs> I mean, I guess I've got more experience. Uh, I mean, I still get just as nervous on the start line. I still like you Know stress out, so there's not like I'm like, oh, I've been there, done that. You know, it's still always nerve wracking. Uh, uh, I mean, I guess I've got experience, I, I know how to race, you know, but uh, I don't know if there's benefits for being 40, I'm not sure what they are. Well, you're just
0: getting started <laughs> you're just in the season athlete life, so yeah. I'm gonna talk to you I'm in not, a few years. I'm not uh,
1: and I'm not you know ending my competitive years anytime soon. I can't imagine like not doing some sort of racing, you know, that's, that's going to be me for many, many years. That's
0: just a part of who you are. Yeah. Yeah. So you're a chiropractor. We mentioned that. Yep. And so cracking backs. And I always like to ask because pretty much everyone I talk to, even if they're racing at what you would call a professional level where you might have sponsors and you're winning prize money and things like that, most of them are working. They're living life,
1: you know, there's not a whole lot of money in the sport and it, it doesn't, it it doesn't trickle down all that deep so yeah, yeah you it's hard to kind of make a career out of school racing and sure. you know it, it you know one injury and all of a sudden if that's your career you, you're in trouble
0: for sure so with that said you, you're training. You have to train at this level where you're a professional
1: athlete. Oh. But you have to live a life. Well, I'm a chiropractor. I'm my own boss. You I get to make boss, my own nice. hours. So <laughs> I take a three-hour lunch break Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday. And then for Wednesday, I just decided not to work. And for Friday, I work till noon and then call it a day. So Okay, so we I, all need I, to I, figure out how to live that <laughs> life. That when you're your own boss, that's what you get to See, do. See, I am
0: my own boss, but my hours don't look like that. Well,
1: I, so I, I prioritized, you yeah. know, uh, training uh, a long time ago. So it's just kind of been how I've done things so it, it you know it was a priority to me I made it a priority and I stuck with it and you know it gives me all the time I need to train now those those long days uh, Monday Tuesday and Thursday I mean, they're exhausting by the end of the day I'm pretty worn out but um, with Wednesdays off I never have to work more than two days in a row so you know it's always a good time to get refreshed and not you know fatigue myself too much yeah
0: and and you're not behind a desk you're you're
1: up moving around up yeah that's yeah. it's a great job I love it interacting with people like you know, everyone that comes in there, in my office is super nice and friendly. A lot of them like to talk about my racing sure. and stuff, and I feel like sometimes all I do is talk about myself. Wait, and
0: here we are. I'm,
1: you know, I like talking <laughs> about me.
0: <laughs> you were quick to agree to this interview, so yeah, yeah. You want to talk about me? Yeah, yeah. I'll talk about I'm me.
1: Awesome. <laughs> mean, I'm kick ass. You are kick ass. <laughs>
0: um, so, what advice would you give to somebody who is over forty and is considering, you know, maybe inspired by what you're doing and wants to pursue? whether it's obstacle racing whether it's 5k 10k road running trail running wants to just kind of pursue this they might be inspired by what you're saying what advice well, would you I, give to them i think
1: i think you know we were talking about it earlier don't neglect the little things you know sometimes you want to get out there and you want to become you know you want to start doing something new that you haven't done before so you want to become a runner and and you can just dive right into it and get yourself injured you know it's 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 uh, you got to keep yourself healthy. Or you're not going to be able to do anything. And that requires, you know, fueling, sleeping, you know, stretching, all that sort of mobility stuff, good, strong core and and just pacing yourself a little bit. Make sure you don't dive in too much, you know, but, um, you know, take the time, make it a priority and, and make sure you're doing what you can to get out there and and uh, train, you know, and, and build to what you want to what you want to do. It's not easy starting anything new, you know, over the age of 40, you know, Mm -hmm. your body isn't conditioned to it and you conditioned a lot quicker to things when you're a teenager, you know, like you can just get out there and you're fast right away, you know, whereas at 40 it's going to take more work, but you just got to be patient and do the work and uh, also take care of your body.
0: Yeah. So the two big takeaways there, patience and really being mindful of, Listening yeah. to your body, taking care of your body. I think with, with obstacle racing, with Spartan racing in particular, when, when people get into it, sometimes they get, like, way into it. Yeah. Like, it can be very, very addicting. And so when you're a little bit older, like, it can be hard to
1: manage that
0: desire to just be like, I want
1: to do all the things. To race every weekend. Yes. and yeah. you know, sometimes, like, that's all right, too. You know, I mean, like... Maybe you don't build and get as better as you could if you were to put in training blocks, but racing every weekend, you know, then you get the community of it, and that those can be your hard efforts, and I think that's how a lot of people do it, and that's that's an awesome way to do it, you know, and it's just depends on what level of competitiveness you want to have. Do you want to go for your age group, like, championships, or do you just want to get out there and, you know, try and just do your best and then work hard and then hang out with folks. I mean, there's, it's also finding what you want out of the sport.
0: Yeah. And that can evolve over time as well. You can start with one thing and then find your way to another thing. Yeah. Yeah. So before we wrap up and I absolutely love that you came out here nine in the morning, two days before your race. I've
1: been up for a few hours now. (laughs) I know you were texting (laughs)
0: me early today. I was surprised. Um, I'm on East coast time. Oh yeah, you are. Uh, If you had one piece of advice one piece of advice or words of wisdom that you want to leave for our audience today I always love putting people on the spot with this because I did not tell you I was going to ask you this if you could give just one piece of advice or one little tidbit to leave for our, our audience today what would
1: that be Meow, meow. <laughs> <laughs> you can translate that however you want <laughs> no just get out there have fun you know like I, I i've been through so many different phases and and i feel like i'm better now and healthier now because uh i'm so focused but if you want to get out there and and you know go to these races and and just drink beers and have wine afterwards you know enjoy it do it you know it, it doesn't have to be competitive but find the fun in it and if that is being competitive then that's great and if it's just getting out there and being social that's awesome too but as long as you're getting out there and doing stuff uh uh, you know, I, you're going to benefit from it. So just have fun with it. Just have
0: fun. And I follow you on social media, obviously, because I don't bet cat. cat. Um, and that's something I've really noticed about you. I know you're, you know, you're obviously very, very serious about this sport, but you seem to have a lot of fun.
1: Um, I think it's a little easier when I've got a, a career as a chiropractor to come out here. And, and you know, this is kind of, you know, you make a little money at it, but it's also like super fun. Like that's, that's what it is.
0: Yeah. And people lose that sometimes they yeah. lose the fun. And I think it's so key, especially as you know, this weekend we're about to go race in some really interesting conditions. Interesting.
1: Good way of putting I'm it.
0: Trying to, I'm trying to sort of downplay it in my own mind, but <laughs> it's just going to be some awful crap out there that yeah. we're getting into. And so you have to keep your mind in a good place no matter what, no matter what you're getting into. And it really applies to different areas of life as well. It's not just obstacle racing. Not everybody who listens to this does obstacle racing like we do. So just being able to find the fun in anything you do out in the world, um, whether it's you know, making an Instagram account for your cat, or playing <laughs> playing DMX in your Instagram stories, <laughs> turning anything into a DMX song. Um, everybody makes every sh- post better, by it, the everybody way. Everybody should try that. Everybody should try that. It works. Just put up
1: a photo, and then put up a photo, the same photo with DMX playing. It's better.
0: It's better. It automatically elevates anything you do <laughs> in life. So that's that might not have been the words of wisdom that you left today, well, but it yeah. is the wisdom that you left today. Yeah,
1: there we go. Yeah, there it there applies. Yeah,
0: have fun mm-hmm. and add DMX to everything you do. (laughs) Thank you, Ryan, for being on the seasoned athlete podcast and best of luck this weekend. All right, seasoned athletes. Here are my top three takeaways from Ryan Woods. Number one, Ryan has found new life as a runner and an athlete by incorporating strength training into his routine as he ages. This is something we all can and should do at any age. If you want to extend your running longevity, build speed and prevent injury, Make sure you're including strength training and mobility into your training routine. Number two, as we age, we need to focus much harder on taking care of ourselves than we might have when we were younger, especially if we wanna perform at a high level in a sport. This includes training, what you eat, how much sleep you get and ensuring you put time and effort into recovery younger, we got away with things like not getting enough sleep or eating pizza and beer the night before a long training session or a race, but it quickly becomes evident as we age that the body just won't respond quite like it used to. And number three, find the fun in what you want to do. If you have competitive aspirations, go for it. But if you want to get out there, challenge yourself and celebrate what you can do, that's awesome too. Whatever you do, make sure you never lose the fun. Thanks again to Ryan Woods. Learn more about him on Instagram at RJWoodsy. Thank you for listening to the Seasoned Athlete Podcast. The music you heard in this episode is from a musician who continues to get better and stronger as he ages, Jason Achilles. Learn more about him at JasonAchilles.com. Seasoned Athletes, this year kicks off what I have decided to call the decade of ageless. This is your time to truly discover the far-reaching benefits that come with pursuing athletic challenges and aging like an athlete, just like the people I talk to on the show. To help you do that, I am making some time available for a limited number of complimentary age-like-an-athlete strategy calls. In this call, I will help you get clarity on where you are and what you want to achieve, and then I'll give you action steps to help you get there. Just go to seasonedathlete.me and click on the age like an athlete strategy call bar at the top of the page to schedule your free call with me. I want to help you become the ageless athlete you are meant to be. Now go out there and embrace your extraordinary, my fellow seasoned athletes, because you so can.